0: Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast for developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in couples counseling. If you want more love and less conflicts, I have an app for that called Keep the Glow. Download it wherever you get your apps and start with two weeks free. If you're looking for more skills, more tools on how to do marriage right or how to do your relationship right, consider joining my membership, Matrimony. When you join Matrimony, you'll gain instant access to my top resources on how to have better communication, how to have better intimacy, how to share power, how to resolve conflicts. And I join Matrimony once a week live for Q&A, so you can pick my brain on any questions you have. So that sounds like a helpful resource for you Go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, and click on membership. Today I'm gonna talk about three rules for separation. Sometimes separation is what I recommend to couples. Here's a couple examples. Let's say you're in a relationship, your partner's had an affair, and they won't break off contact with the affair person. Get a separation. Let's say you're in a relationship and your partner is neglecting your needs. And you've brought up those needs multiple times and they're indifferent. You go see a marriage counselor or a couples counselor or a coach and you work with that coach with your partner for three to six months and they still refuse to change, get a separation. None of us should be in a relationship long term and be mistreated. And if you stay in a relationship when you're being mistreated, it sends the signal to your partner that it's okay to mistreat me. You're enabling them. So it's a healthy, recommended strategy to get a separation when you're married to someone or in a relationship with someone who is asleep, who won't pay attention, who won't meet your needs, or who's being unfaithful and will not stop. There is a time and a place for separation. And a lot of people think that a separation is equivalent to getting a divorce. And I disagree. A separation can be a wake-up call. A separation can be a course correction. A separation tells your partner, this is not okay, and I'm not gonna tolerate this behavior. That's what a separation communicates. And hopefully, it serves as a wake-up call for your partner that they need to change, or else this relationship will end. So when you're working with me in my practice, if you're talking with me, I'll never tell you, get a divorce. But I might say, get a separation. But when I say get a separation, again, the intent is to hopefully create a course correction so that your partner has a wake up call because sometimes partners do fall asleep. Sometimes partners do become complacent. Sometimes partners need an experience like a separation so they can see that you mean business and so that they can experience life without you because that might be what they need to recognize they need to make some serious changes or else they will lose you. So let's go ahead and talk through three rules for separation. This topic isn't covered very often. So a lot of times when I'm working with a couple or a partner on how to navigate a separation, they're not quite sure what the rules should be. So let me go through three rules for you to consider. The first rule is no dating is allowed. This is a common mistake people make. They get a separation and then they start dating other people. That's the worst thing you can do. When you start dating other people, you're going to start having feelings for other people. You're going to start making connections with other people. And when that happens, the likelihood of you staying committed to your partner and motivated to work on your relationship is going to go way down because now your heart's divided. And so if you have a separation, and you want any hope or chance of you reconciling with your partner you have to make an agreement that neither of you are going to date other people because if you do the likelihood of you getting back together with your partner goes way down so if you get a separation don't join dating sites don't go on any dates don't get set up with any potential people from your friends don't do it because if you go on dates if you start dating around when you're in a separation the likelihood of you reconciling goes out the window. Number two, write down needed changes. So this may happen just for one partner or it could happen for both partners. It depends on the context. If both partners are in agreement and they're saying, yep, we both agree. We need to get a separation. We have some toxic patterns. This is unhealthy. It's not good for either of us. We both agree. We need to get a separation. In that type of situation you both should write down the changes you want to see in your partner before you're okay with moving back and in together that needs to be spelled out it needs to be in black and white and you can hand each other that list here's the three changes i need to see before i feel comfortable living with you again thank you for the list here's my list of three things i need to see before i'm also comfortable moving back in together If it's a mutual agreement that you both think you need a separation, then you're both going to have that list. If just one of you wants a separation, and you're the one saying, we need a separation, I want a separation, and that's because probably you feel mistreated, or there's behaviors in your partner that are very unhealthy, very toxic, and they are unwilling to change, they're unwilling to meet your need, in that kind of situation you're going to be the only one handing them a list of changes you need to see so again if you're the one wanting separation and it's not a mutual decision then you're going to be the one giving your partner a list of changes you need to see in them before you will consider moving back in together they need to have that list that list may include anger management it might include zero contact with their affair person and proof that they're zero contact. It might include them receiving services on how to get better at meeting your need that they've been complacent about. It could include all sorts of things, but the main thing is that you hand them a list of changes you need to see before you feel safe and comfortable moving back in together because that gives them a focus. That gives them goals. That gives them a clear direction of the changes they need to make if they want to save you, if they want to win back your heart, if they have any chance of this marriage or this relationship working out. And then it's up to them what they do with that. They may seek out a coach. They may seek out a counselor. They may read some books. They may go to some conferences. It's up to them to decide what they do with those goals, those changes, but at least they know exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you're the one that wants the separation, don't ask your partner to move out. And the reason for that is because you can't control your partner. If you want a separation, you should move out because you can control only yourself. And I've seen this happen a lot. Someone will decide they need a separation and then they ask their partner to move out. But their partner doesn't cooperate or they drag their feet or they say they can't find a place And so you want the separation, but it's not happening because your partner is not participating in the separation. They're trying to sabotage the separation and you can't control your partner. So if you're the one who wants a separation, you should be the one that moves out. Get your own place, get a month to month apartment somewhere or a six month lease somewhere, but you move out because you can control you. You can pack your bags, you can get in your car and you can move out. It gives you control and you need that control because if you're at a place where you need a separation, then time is of the essence. You wanna get out of that toxic environment. You wanna get away from your partner who is mistreating you or neglecting you. So you wanna have control over that process. And if you ask your partner to move out, you lose control. If you move out, you stay in control. The third tip to consider, The third rule for separation is you want to build trust over time. What that means is let's say you give your partner a list of changes you need to see in them before you're comfortable moving back in with them. If you give them a list, you do not want to hear them just make promises of the changes they're going to make and then you move back in with them. You don't want to see them make changes even for a week or even a month and then you move back in with them you want to see them making substantial changes in the areas that you require change over a substantial amount of time. I would say at least three months. You want to see them changing their behaviors and sustaining the gains for at least three months before you consider moving back in with them. Because what will happen is after your partner hears how you want them to change, they'll say whatever they think is gonna convince you to move back in. Or maybe they try really hard in the beginning, but then their efforts fade away. Over time, you'll see if they really mean business. Over time, you'll see if those changes are gonna stick. Over time, you'll see if they really care to make those changes. So if you're handing them a list of changes you need to see and you move out, do not move back in until you see those changes happening for at least three months. Because again, that will show you that they care, that will show you that they're gonna really stick with those changes, and that their heart is really in this and they wanna win you back. So again, that's a big mistake I see people making as they move out and then they move right back in. And then their partner was just putting on a show and then their partner drops the show and they go right back to the old behaviors. So don't let that happen to you. So those are three rules to consider with separation. Number one, no dating. Number two, write down the changes you want to see. And number three, build trust over time. Thank you for listening to the Dr. White Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars and leave a review. And remember to share this podcast with your family and friends. Anyone that's married, anyone that's in a long-term relationship, tell them about the Dr. White Show podcast so that they can receive hope and help like you have. For more resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. So if you care for it and nurture it, it will grow. But if you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.